0: Yo, what's up guys, it's Nivik, and if you stumble across my um, audio recordings, uh, I do not believe it was by accident, so today we're going to be specifically looking at and studying about how we are, in fact, in the end times. Um... We're gonna we're gonna look through 23 Bible verses about end times and end time prophecy. But first of all, I just want to say a few things uh, about my perspective about the last days and about the end times. Uh, a phrase that I would often say, a personalized phrase that I, in my in my own understanding about the end of the world when you hear uh, things like the end is near or the world's coming to an end things like that um i personally would say this i would say your world ends when you die so there is a um there's an outside perspective of the end times but there is also an inward perspective about your end time and there are many many indications seasons warnings signs of the times within your own soul that would signify the fact that you yourself that the human race that individuals are in fact living in their last days this is an obvious statistic simply due to the fact that 10 out of 10 people die uh, on the planet Um, and death is inevitable death is inescapable so we can realistically and factually say that the end is near for every single individual on the face of the planet. But when you decide to look outside and at the world that we live in, the end is also near for this earth. Uh, so let's uh, take a look at a few scriptures um, in the Bible that specifically uh, speak about end. Times and events that would signify to the world that we are in fact in the end times. Uh, and what I mean by end times is, well, so what's what's the end result? What what is the uh, crescendo? What is the main event? What what is what is the end times leading up to? Well, the end times is in fact leading up to the day of judgment uh, for individuals and for the for the entirety of the world. Um, so when the Bible tells us that it is appointed for human beings to die and then after that face the judgment Uh, Jesus Christ is the judge of the whole world God has given him authority to judge the whole world so the whole world will give an account to God individuals and the totality the finality of all human historical events finally leading up to giving an account to God, you know, as a, as a collective and also as an individual. That is ultimately the end result. That is the goal of what we mean when the, when the Bible says, end times. So let's look at these verses. There's a, one scripture in uh, 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 2. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy. So there's just there's just one peek into how we can be uh, be notified by God's word that we are in the last days. Matthew 24:11 says. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead. Many, that is very obvious, um, in the, in, especially in today's day and age, the, fa- the past few decades, to be quite honest. Uh, Matthew 24:24. 24, 24. Uh, this is very relevant um, and has been for a while as well. Uh, for false chri- For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders. So as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Now that this is that is uh, frightening. That's frightening. Um, Matthew 24:10 says, "At that time, meaning the the last days, the end times, many will fall away, and will betray one another and hate one another." That is very plain to see. In in a uh, In retrospect, Uh, Matthew 24, verse 7 says, For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. Point blank right there. Uh, Daniel 12, verse 4. But as for you, Daniel, conceal these words and seal up the book until the end of time. Many will go back and forth. And knowledge will increase. That's very interesting. Um, because when you look at the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel it very much so uh, expounds. I, I personally don't have the retention to teach you about the depth of the book of Daniel. I do recommend um, watching... Uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Attila Kakarot. <laughs> it's a very unique and cool name. Attila Kakarot, I believe, gives the, the greatest um, exposition about um, prophecies such as Daniel and Revelation and uh, things like that. But uh, this is very interesting. It says, um, many will go back and forth. And knowledge will increase. We are living in a day and age where knowledge is increasing, and it's the, the reason why I say that is interesting is because, um, referring in, in the uh, in the epistles, Paul refers to um, sinful individuals, and he says that they are ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. So there is, a, an, a, there is the reality, the, the very sobering reality, that there is an increase of knowledge in the world. I mean, we have this technology to teach us. We can, you know, as, as quick as that, we can just look on the internet and find out things we didn't know about before. It's, it's very accessible, um, but yet. Despite how much knowledge that we are gaining, we never come to the knowledge of the truth. No matter how intellectual, no matter how much uh, information that we gain, because of the deceptive nature of sin, it withholds us from coming to the knowledge of the truth. Uh, That's just um, a little. Side note in in my mind that I feel like is worth mentioning. Um, Matthew 24, verse 6 says, You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See to it that you are not frightened, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. So obviously, there's been a lot of rumors of wars and things like that. Many, many years that has been, it has been like that. Um, Matthew 24, verse 9 says, Then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you, and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. Um, that's, it's very much reality in other places um, besides. America, I mean, America is heading that direction, the further it goes down the path that it's on, um, concerning the chaos, but that is very much reality in persecuted nations around the world, um, you know, and, and specifically hated because of the name of Jesus, because of who Jesus is, because of the Bible, because of what the Bible represents, hated for that particular reason, that's true, that's there, there are people who specifically want to annihilate Christians from their conscience and Christianity from their conscience and go so far as to murder and kill and destroy and burn um, anything that has to do or that's associated with the religion of Christianity, uh, with Christ, with Jesus, um, things of that nature. So that's very much true. Uh, that is happening. It's been happening um, for many, many years. Uh, Matthew 24 verse 5 says, For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will mislead many. And we've seen many cases of that throughout history. Uh, Matthew 24 verse 25 says, Behold, I have told you in advance. So, obviously, um, like I said, the scriptures prophesy and is telling us and warns us of these events. Um, Specifically Jesus Christ there are there are many people who have the unauthorized supernatural vision uh, supernatural vision of future insight Um, Many times those can be very manipulated by demonic powers Uh, That is a, a another subject that I would love to Get into but that has to do specifically with the Jezebel spirit the Pythos well Jezebel's Doctrine, um, which is a demonic spirit, it is a demon, um, I, I don't so much classify demons by name, I think that's just kind of childish, they're all demons, they're all unholy, they're all creatures that exist to defy the living God, that's as much as you need to know about uh, demons and Satan. But. the the doctrines with which we can identify the the operations of these demons agenda Um, there are names that you can classify for example Jezebel the Jezebelic doctrine of the end times would be a doctrine that would mainly focus on a lot of um, prophetic giftings I would say prophetic with quotations because that is there. Uh, it, it's like a seer, like a um, uh, a visionary in the spiritual realm. But like, I mean, like I said, these are very real experiences and encounters that individuals are having, but they do not serve Christ. They don't follow Jesus. And so there is another example of the exclusive nature of Christ followers and who Jesus is that Because I'm not discrediting or excluding the fact that there are supernatural things that happen outside of the context of Christianity and Christ's followers, but that is not to say that those supernatural experiences are holy and from the heart and, and will of God in that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one can be saved unless it's through Him alone. Um... Because I, I know, I, I experienced power outside of Christ, supernatural power, but it's unholy and it's limited. There's a time limit. It's, a, it's just a carrot on the stick me, meant to lead you away from the truth and really tantalize the sensation of power and desire for truth, but you and you gain knowledge, you gain esoteric knowledge, ancient knowledge, deep mystical wisdom, things of that nature, but it's the depths of Satan. Satan deceived Eve in the same way he says, you will be like God if you eat the, the tree, if you eat the fruit of the tree. It's this um, he, he uh, instigates an unholy desire, a defying, a God defying desire to gain knowledge outside of the person of God, outside of the source of all life. And he draws people unto himself, Satan, and he gives this this uh, this knowledge uh, of the cosmos, you could say, of eternal knowledge, you could say. But it, there is a time limit. There is a an account that will be made for even those things to Yahweh. We will give an account to Yahweh. Um, so. Long, that was a long rabbit trail but so we'll look back at these scriptures um, matthew 24 oh we, we already said acts chapter 2 verse 17 it says and it shall be in the last days God says that i will pour out that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall shall see visions and your old and your old men shall see shall dream dreams um, now I can give a personal account of this of course we we can see that this is happening I, I will say that this is indeed taking place in the last days where God is pouring forth his spirit on all mankind um, your sons and your daughters daughters shall prophesy Uh, God is releasing the gift of his spirit to those who believe the promise of the Holy Spirit the seal of promise Um, and you know through the preaching of the gospel God's kingdom is advancing Uh, and it shall be in these last days God says that I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams Um, I, I began to have dreams when I first came to Christ, when I got converted and born again, I had several dreams that I can still remember to this day. And this was about 10 years ago. Uh, I still remember to this day, vividly, the dreams that I believe came from God because they were concerning the, the end times. Uh, what do you know? (laughs) Uh, but they were... They're very uh, specific dreams, and I believe that they had very specific meanings, um, but that is indeed taking place, and that is a signification that we are indeed in the last days. Um, and there are many other people who ha- who follow Christ who have um, seen visions and dreamed dreams according to the Spirit of God being poured out upon them. Um <clears throat> 2 Peter 3, verse 3 says, Know this, first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lusts. Very self-explanatory right there. Um, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 says, But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Very, very self-explanatory. Habakkuk verse 3 for the vision is yet for the appointed time it hastens toward the goal and it will not fail though it tarries wait for it for it will certainly come it will not delay um, this is just about God's timing and how it, it feels like it's uh, it's taking forever and how you know the scripture says oh Everything goes on as it was. Where is God? There is no God. Everything's fine. Like, there's... You know, what do you mean the end is near? You guys are ridiculous for saying such nonsense. Um, But this right here shows us that God has an appointed time. Uh, It hastens towards the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. Uh, You can find this same concept in the very last verse of the very last book in the Bible when Jesus says behold I am coming quickly that word quickly when you look at it in uh, the Hebrew Strong's concordance in the definition of that specific word used there quickly the concept is um, even though it may take Year after year after year after year after year. The event is so utterly significant that when it finally takes place, it will feel as if it was too quick. It will feel, it will be as if there was not enough time to prepare for when it happens. That is exactly what Jesus meant when he says, behold, I am coming quickly. Um meaning that this event the event of events it is so absolutely significant so profound that no matter how long it takes for it to happen when it happens you'll say this happened too quickly this happened too fast um so there's the concept of that it's very important to understand that when when talking about the end times Uh, 1 Timothy 4 verse 1 says, But the Spirit explicitly explicitly says that in the later times some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. I I mentioned that a little bit earlier about doctrines of demons and things of that nature. Um, But that's very true. That's happening today. Uh, Many people are falling away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. truths quote unquote, that demons would perpetuate through the mentality of human beings. Um, Deceitful spirits, like I said, there's a sense of supernatural power that is very attainable, but it's deceitful. Um, Revelation chapter 20, verse 4 says, Then I saw a throne, and they sat on them. And judgment was given to them and I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the Word of God and those who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received the mark on their forehead and on their hand and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years so this is just a future event that will take place um, when, when all this stuff is going down, there will be a resurrection from the dead. Many people will be rising from the dead. And obviously, that is something that we have, some, we, we are looking forward to. So that's, that's just something to, um, to look forward to concerning a, a promise that God has given in his word concerning the end times. Isaiah 46 verse 10 says, Declaring the end from the beginning which this is what God has done. He's declared the end from the beginning so we know about what's going to take place in the future, even in the beginning of all things, when God was explaining the history um, prior to the present moment. And even in this present moment, we also have um, uh, uh, an alarm going off saying, look, this is what's going to take place in the end. Declaring the end from the beginning, "...and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying, My purpose will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure." So that is just the nature of God, the sovereign nature of God. Um, Matthew 24 verse 29 says, "...but immediately after the tribulation of of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken." I believe that this is still something in the future to look forward to. It's just when when these things take place, we'll know that we are, in fact, definitely in the end times that the Bible has been declaring. Uh, Matthew 24, verse 15 says, Therefore, when you see the the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, uh, let the reader understand. So, that is also a future event that will take place that I don't believe has taken place thus far. Um, the abomination of desolation, um, which is spoken of in throughout Daniel the prophet, which I would again recommend watching, uh, going on YouTube and, and looking up um, Attila Kakarot. He, he has um, videos about, about this. Uh, Matthew 24 verse 3. And he was sitting on the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, uh, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign of your coming or of the end of the age? Um, So, obviously, the disciples, they want to know. They're asking because of the things that Jesus was talking about. They were like, when are these things going to take place? What's going to be the sign? What is it? Uh, what, and what's going to be the sign of your coming in the end of the age so the, the fact that we are in the end times it's it's it leading up to the fact that um, that uh, Jesus Christ is returning So and not only is it the end of time and the end of the, the, the end or the last days it's also the second coming of Jesus Christ that is the event of all events personally and also collectively we will meet face to face with God Isaiah 2 verse 2 says now it will come about that it, it will come about that in the last days the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains and it, and will be raised above the hills and all the nations will stream to it um now, I believe that this is also future events, but like I said, uh, I don't, I, I don't necessarily have deep uh, uh, studied knowledge, particularly in the inner workings of things like um, Daniel, Isaiah. Uh, but I, just looking at this face value, I can tell you that this is also a future event. Um, In my opinion, I could be wrong. I really, to be honest, this particular portion of scripture I couldn't tell you much about. Um, But I can say that God's house, just looking at face value right now, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains and will be raised above the hills and all nations will stream to it. So God will be preeminent. God and his house and the Lord of Lords will be preeminent. There will be um, a preeminence of Christ in the midst of all these things. It's not going to fizzle out. It's not going to get silent. It's not going to be pushed on the back burner. It will be one of the most prominent subjects in all of the planet during these last days events. Um, So see to it that Christianity will not get quieter. It will, in fact, get louder the harder these things become, the more intense these things are going to be taking place. And the last verse, the last uh, scripture we'll look at is uh, Revelation 22, verse 10. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of this prophecy, uh, of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. So... That's how we have the book of Revelation. It was recorded. um, And they they were not sealed up. But they were given to us so that we would know that the time is near. So that's just a a little insight into um, the subject of the end times. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you stumble across this. And um, if you don't know Jesus Christ, then I suggest to you and I plead with you. Far greater than a suggestion, I plead with you. Repent of your sins. Give your life to Jesus Christ right now. Ask God to have mercy on you because the time is near. There will not be another moment After your world ends, the time is near. Judgment is already fixed against the sins of mankind. There's not a place of negotiation. We are condemned already under our sins. If we die in our sins, in in the condition that we are living in outside of the conversion that takes place when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ then we will go to hell that is fixed the miracle of the new birth and of the conversion that takes place is that God in his loving grace can miraculously convert the predestined fixed future for the sins of of our mankind, uh, the sins of all mankind, the judgment coming, and he has placed it upon Jesus Christ. That's what the word propitiation means. It's the great exchange. It is literally that fixed damnation, that condemnation for our sins was put on Jesus Christ. That is why when you believe on Christ, his, his free righteous life is given to you. So that you can live in forgiveness for your sins. The forgiveness that is found in Christ. And you can be free from that judgment that is coming. And you can know God and walk with Him. And He will not leave you alone. You will not be an orphan wandering alone in this wretched world. You will be His Child, And He will walk with you, in you. He will be with you, guiding you with His Spirit to live with Him all the days of your life until the end comes. And you will be with Him for all eternity. Because eternal life is to know the Father. And the moment that you enter into that knowledge through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the knowledge of your Father in heaven who created the heavens and the earth, who is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, then you will be with Him for all eternity in eternal life. You will not experience and suffer the eternal death that sinners have upon them, coming to them. So I plead with you, if you do not know Christ, repent. Ask Him for mercy. Do not wait another day, please. God bless you guys.